We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash. Welcome back to the NFL season. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're, of course, going to discuss the games that occurred today. And uh, we're going to finish things off with kind of, you know, drafting the top performers of the week, probably, and talk a little bit about college football as well. But before we get into that, Matt, Theo... I would ask how you're doing, but seeing as I'm the only one that got a win today. The first time in, in history where you can say you had a better week one than us. Yes, I can. I can say that. Your team still sucks, man. They're not gonna win anything ever. <laughs> yours is yours yeah. is worse. Like yeah. sorry. I'd rather cope. be I'd rather cope. be bad. We're gonna get a good quarterback at some point. <laughs> Your team sucks, and cope. and the refs gave you the game. I don't oh, know the why refs they did gave that. you the game. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's true. I hate to say, it. I'm going to leak your crazy. personal information on Twitter. <laughs> my personal, I I hope you do, man. <laughs> I'm putting your address on my Twitter now. <laughs> I'm doxing you. Bla- Bla- Bladen with the like, yeah, let's go brownies, and you just reply with his personal phone number <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah is this your home address <laughs> phone number people think matt's like some crazy hacker now nah, he just has my address no yeah, just yeah, yeah the panthers I, they I, did I, get screwed over at the end of the game they did oh they got they got hosed you know oh, it it's okay we no they didn't oh, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah oh was that was that you know what this is actually one of the things i wanted to talk about uh, oh, what, what I can't even think of the name of the penalty. I'm totally blanking on it. The late hit the on the quarterback. It wasn't the that wasn't the penalty that even should have been called. It, the roughing the, late the passer hit was the, the, so late, it, the the hit that should have been called was the one on Donovan Peoples Jones. I posted it on my Twitter. Donovan Peoples Jones. The ball hits the ground. The ball hits the ground. It's the play is clearly dead, and he gets blasted. And the oh, and they didn't week. call. This is the this oh is the other penalty. God. They can't get right. Roughing the Penalties. passer has gotten so completely oh. out of hand, regardless of the Panthers game. Bro, like, no, okay, regardless of the Panthers game. Okay, roughing the passer. Let's talk about something <laughs> else. No, 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 no. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Let's talk. I anyway, hate talking uh, about penalties. I hate it. <laughs> but yes, you are right. The the 
roughing the passer has never since that since Aaron Rodgers got hit by Anthony Barr, uh, there has never been a good roughing the passer penalty since that moment in time. They have. All it's, I mean, bad. it's just it's it's totally in, in college. It's totally college fucking too. ridiculous, dude. It's unbelievable. Like the play that Quinn Ewers got hurt on in real time. That sorry, dude. That was not like some malicious attack on him. That's how football works. And all of a sudden now, instant replay has like morphed people's minds into thinking that every single hit on a quarterback is roughing the passer. Oh, well, you can't drive him into the ground. That is a tackle. (laughs) How are you supposed to tackle them? Seriously, no one no one knows the answer to this. You just aren't. And this is what it really is. It's like you can't touch the quarterback because they're too likely to get hurt. And that's the only position we're ever going to market outside of receiver. So too bad. Yeah. There, I mean, was many, a, yeah, there was a play where Travis Etienne got absolutely crushed by I think it was uh, Derek Forrest, and hey. had that been a quarterback, it would have been it would have been a penalty. Oh yeah, I mean they. You're 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 yeah, right. It dude. was the it was the it's cleanest, I mean, most like perfect form tackle I've ever seen, and you just got flattened. <laughs> But like, had it been a quarter, it would have been a penalty if had it been, had it been a quarterback. I mean, like, when what is the last time that you've watched a game that did not have at least one drive ruined by a roughing the passer on third down? I can't remember. It happens every game. This Packers it not? Game didn't have it. The Packers didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you are right. It is. It's a ridiculous penalty, and you know it was a little bit questionable at the end of that game there. And I hate hate when refs make themselves involved in the game to to decide it, but. The Panthers versus Browns game, although it is the most, it was the Stay Hot Bowl. Uh, not the, not the only bowl. game that. It was also the, the Baker Bowl happened. The Baker Bowl, no, the Stay Hot Bowl. But before we get into the rest of the games, uh, anything we need to plug? Uh, make sure you guys, of course, go to the Instagram. Follow the Instagram at Stay Hot BW, like Blue Wire Stay Hot BW. I think you get the gist. And of course, join our chalkboard. Link to all of our stuff is in the bio of all of our socials and in the description if you're watching on YouTube of this YouTube video. And if you're on YouTube or you're not on YouTube, why don't you head on over to YouTube and press that big red subscribe button. We'd really appreciate it. And the other thing I think we need to plug. Trade coffee. Look, it's no secret that I spend more time than the average person watching and breaking down film, especially with week one. I'm going to be all over that. I mean, sometimes I'll stay up all night just breaking down every single little aspect of a quarterback's throwing mechanics. But with that being said, I do need a a solid cup of joe to keep me going through the night. So let me tell tell you about Trade Coffee. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've ever tried before. Because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. The coffee I get from Trade is so good, I can't believe how much I like what they picked for me. And their team actually worked with us to create our own custom collection, which is great for me because I don't have to settle for the average cup of joe when I'm in those late night film sessions. So if you want if you're like me and want your coffee to taste perfectly like a perfectly thrown goal line fade, go check out the Stay Hot collection at Trade Coffee. It's way better than the Travis. It's the, some are saying it's the greatest collaboration in the history of food and pop culture. <laughs> and and if what I got isn't up your alley, don't worry. Trade will have whatever it is you want. You can shop their most popular coffees by roast or by flavor profile, or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you'll love. 
You've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you will love your first bag. And if not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash stay hot. That is drinktrade.com slash stay hot for $30 off your subscription for the best coffees in the country. In the country. Listen, we had a very rough start to our fantasy league. Like extreme, like everything that Um, could have gone wrong went wrong for our fan. Like... We we played Mahomes. We we played Mahomes right off the bat, and he threw five touchdowns. Uh, Alvin Kamara had like n- less than ten t- like carries. I think what was it like twelve total touches or something like ridiculous. Um, Damian Pierce was non-existent. Mike Williams had two catches. Like the only guy that showed up was Travis Kelsey. And then, like, the other guys that showed up were on our bench. So, like... <laughs> to be fair, we benched Miles Sanders in a kind of... Kind of as a we got a play off the bit that happened at the end of the Fantasy Draft live stream for AJ Green. Um, yeah. I felt like we kind of had to start him after the whole dialogue that happened towards the end of that Fantasy Draft. And honestly, I didn't think it was going to be the worst move in the world because he was the only receiver that the... That the uh, the the Cardinals had that was like over six foot. So I thought maybe with a bunch of guys out that they could be a decent play. But uh, sadly, Miles Sanders was on the bench at the last minute. I texted (laughs) these guys in a panic saying, we got to bench Michael Thomas. He's on a (laughs) snap restriction. Jake Laser just said he's only going to play like 20 snaps today. We got to bench him. (laughs) And then he caught two touchdowns. He caught two touchdowns. (laughs) So it could have been better. uh, It could have been a lot. It could have been a lot better. But yeah. like okay, no, okay. We're not totally cooked yet, right? Because we're up right now. We're up like ten, and but <laughs> really like, have like, we are. <laughs> but they have. Do they have like Portland they, Sutton, got, Jamal, <laughs> Javante Williams? It's Penny. Javante and it's Javante and DK. Uh, okay. okay. So. so like there is a world where like Melvin Gordon Sir just Tan. like. So we need a Sertan and Melvin Gordon masterclass is what you Pretty say. much. Okay. Yeah. That's It's not like that's not and like we have nobody playing. I don't think so. I think we're done. This is why I like best ball, man. This is the that's my least favorite part of stand fantasy is picking who to start. Okay, they I think also totally- have they have the Dallas defense. We have Tampa's defense. So like and and don't I'm worry. pretty sure pretty sure that's going in our favor still. It so. is. It's playing okay. in the background right now. I mean, Dallas only has three points. Is an interception yeah. happening? Uh, no. <laughs> Dak Zeke's almost. Just Dak's had looking like Dak's a power. Had, Dak did have an interception. Yeah, Dak's had a. Yeah, few. Dak is not playing good, is he? No, not particularly. When, that's what happens when you have one starting caliber wide receiver on your entire <laughs> roster, Schultz. like the Cowboys did. The Schultz. <laughs> anyway, hey, get got to get Zeke and Pollard involved. Yeah. Anyway. There were, other than our fantasy team, there are a lot of other teams that did not rise to the expectation, did not perform to the level that we necessarily thought they would. Should we start with uh, your lock, Theo, the Cincinnati Bengals over the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, they were my lock. Well, my first lock, I want to say this, that my first lock of the week, the one that I felt the most confident about 
when I had the first overall pick in our locks draft was the Kansas City Chiefs, which came yes. true. But yeah, let's talk about the Bengals and just kind of I want to have a general conversation in, like about some of the heavy favorites that lost today and some of the playoff contenders that lost today. Because midseason form is a real thing, right? Sometimes it can take a little bit to knock the rust off. And with some of these contenders that lost, the Bengals, the Rams, uh, the Colts didn't lose, but they tied. Some of these guys, some of these teams that the Packers, my Packers, some of these teams that we were all excited about, um, should we still be excited? Or is this like a legitimate warning? Is it flag? over? Is it over? Is it over? Is the seat? So the season is over. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's, <laughs> let's talk so about funny. <laughs> let's talk about the Bengals and let's talk about Joe Burrow and their disaster class, which under different well, circumstances, I would be uh, making fun of some people on Twitter or being agitating towards Bengals right. fans. But since I locked them, I was right there with them. But yeah, I watched most of that game and Burrow took, I think, five sacks, if I have that right, five or six. And the pressure rate that the Steelers had was honestly not crazy high this wasn't one of those constantly under duress games but when he was under pressure he couldn't quite find anyone he couldn't escape t higgins went down early in this game with yeah. a concussion boyd got hurt and uh i i i do tend to think that the bengals will be fine now i think what what my main thing about this was the burrow arm strength concerns did pop up a little bit for me like the first pick he was trying an extremely high level, difficult throw where someone was running an out route. There was uh, a corner trailing him and there was a guy in the flat. So he had to get it in front of the corner trailing him, but over the guy in the flat. That throw. This takes was an the, ex the pick this six. This was the Minka, right? the Minka pick six. He, yeah. Minka was coming down from his safety spot. He was behind, like he was getting ready to jump that. So you need to keep it in front of him. But if you wanted to keep it in front of him, he would have had to loft it over and underneath the fender, which is an extremely difficult throw. And Burrow doesn't quite have maybe the, the facilities for that. Bless his heart. <laughs> Bless his heart. Um, that was that was not great. Yeah. And, and then the throw to, I believe it was Boyd over the middle that Cam Sutton picked off. Uh, that That's a laser up the seam, and you just got to rip that thing. And uh, it wasn't quite ripped with the, the velocity you'd love to see. And... Yeah, a lot of Burrow's explosive plays come on these go routes. You know, no safety really, really over the top. It's it's you, He can get the ball that amount of distance, and he throws it with a lot of loft, and he gave Chase a lot of time to track it. These kind of like bullet throws into really tight windows were where those picks were happening, and that's where I kind of think his lack of arm strength showed up a little bit today. Uh, but overall, he did bring them back, did give them a chance to win. Um, the last drive, that incomplete pass to Chase – which was an amazing catch, but he just got his foot down just a little bit out of bounds. So, that was there that could have that could have been the catch of the year. That could have been like, a, that was almost so amazing. And I thought he he dropped <laughs> some some really nice plays on that kind of red zone game winning drive. So I I think they're going to be fine. I think that Burrow. I think the Steelers defense is really certified, and it's a it's a it shame is. that TJ TJ Watt came down, but went down, but um. Yeah, Hayward and and Watt and they they made some improvements uh, in the front seven and the run defense looked so much better and Tomlin obviously has him coached up just right. So this Steelers defense was really balling and I think even without Watt they'll continue to be good. Um, not great. The ceiling really gets lowered without Watt, but uh, 
it's a really good defense. Um, I thought they they looked better, substantially better in the second half. And um, I, I do think the Bengals won't reach maybe the the heights that Bengals fans expected them to reach, which was just like, oh, right. they'll just walk on right back to the Super Bowl. But I, I do think that they will still be in a position to contend for this division. That first half, they just looked real sloppy, but I don't think they're going to look that way yeah. all the time. The first play for the Bengals offense was a sack on Joe Burrow. And I was like, man, Cam Hayward went right through. Like he Cordell it Volson. Was, it was that was the most like porous offensive line play I've I've seen in a really? while. No, I, it was, Burrow, hold, Burrow did hold it for like five seconds, to be fair. I didn't think it was like on the first energy. Yeah, I didn't think it was like Hakeem Adenogy level bad. Maybe, maybe not. It that, was bad though. It was, it was, it was I mean, bad. we're splitting hairs here. Yeah, Hayward like, beat Cam, him pretty. Cam yeah, Hayward. He pretty he pretty much just like devoured. I think it was the left. I guard, was. I was a little concerned about Zach Taylor. I suppose that's another thing where where Chase had like a game winning touchdown that Taylor just didn't challenge, even though it was obviously a touchdown for Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, they were still pretty predictable. There wasn't a lot of play action. Uh, so I, I didn't think the play calling was exactly the the most inspired, just like last year, really. So I guess that's where I'm the most concerned is the same as last year is, is Zach Taylor really maximizing this offensive talent is where I'm most concerned other than, you know, does Burrow just straight up suck now, you know, even though he didn't yeah. play a great game. But Matt, I have yeah. a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan McPherson missed a number of field goals that could have put... The uh, put the Bengals not just in a position he could have won them the game a number of times. Do you mm-hmm. do you feel that uh, a, a top ten player in the NFL could have changed that for them? <laughs> I think you telling me that tells me you don't get where I'm coming from with the Tucker stuff. <laughs> all I'm saying is Tucker would have made the think, PAT. It also it wasn't his Tucker's fault at all. Only, I know it, it wasn't McPherson. I, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Blocked. It wasn't yeah. McPherson's fault at all. So no, no, no Justin Tucker wouldn't have been blocked. I mean, he's the best the, player in the NFL. No, the snapper. <laughs> the snapper. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear about Tucker. I don't want to hear anything about him. He would have missed two. Let's talk a little bit about the Steelers because they also played in this game and they yeah. won this game. Um, I don't know I don't how much Trubisky, of this. Watched. I don't think Trubisky looked that bad. Like he wasn't really? great, but I don't think he was like, like he all time bad. Like all like you, there were no like Trubisky. There were no, but there to me there if, were no if, like if Trubisky moments. You know, he like was bad. I'm not like ah, uh, common Trubisky. L. He, was, he was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, the I think he threw like first off, dude. These teams with quarter like mid quarterbacks <laughs> cannot help themselves. They're throwing it fifty times anyway. Yeah, they don't care at all. Teams have just like they're throwing it. I mean, how many times like Trubisky had like forty attempts? Flacco, Flacco had like had 60. sixty. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Flacco, who is on pace for one thousand attempts this season. Um, but I, I don't know. I think any. I, I thought like their offense was crazy limited. Um, yeah, it it was their offense looked bad, and, and they ter- they had what five takeaways in this game. The defense yeah. had five takeaways, only for them to put up twenty points in regulation. Uh, Trubisky didn't have a complete disaster class. I I don't remember any picks 
I should look that up. Mm -mm. Um, he didn't throw any picks. No. He didn't throw any picks, but like, yeah, it was nothing. What was his average crazy. depth of target? Like four yards. <laughs> and there were some of the most incredible catches I've ever seen from their skill position group. Deontay Johnson's one hander on the sideline, I think during Nuts. the fourth quarter or <laughs> overtime, was was crazy. In the red zone, right before the Najee Harris Harris touchdown, I believe. Um, Chase Claypool Chase had a Claypool. ridiculous one-handed catch that I tweeted mm -hmm. out. Um, but overall, Najee Harris got hurt. But even before that, their running game wasn't going anywhere. Uh, they, they couldn't really put points up on the board or move the football, uh, despite the fact they had so many takeaways. So the Steelers' offense, like I said, that they would be mid, a mid-team this year. And the offense, to me, didn't move me. The defense was totally balling. It was totally balling. And Tomlin is, Tomlin is that guy he really is yeah. but uh with tj watt it looks like he he tore his peck is what yeah. it really seems like and it looked like that on on footage too that's I was oh like, i mean oh. he ran off saying like peck 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 like holding that's it, what I'm, like, he it, like, and, like could like, not lift his arm and like he he was that's, that's he was so like, scary to see in shot he just ran right to the locker room he was like borderline like clearly like almost in tears like yeah his season is is most likely over from where i'm sitting and right now but it sucks he's he's me, amazing yeah i would just say like as far as the steelers go they're they kind of are who i expected them to be a little bit um where they have a, a good defense a much improved defense tomlin's got them well coached but the passing it they have good skill position players like claypool and 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 Deontay Johnson making these crazy catches, but just the Steeler like going forward, I do think that the the quarterback offensive line situation is going to be too too much for them to overcome to actually make it's a bunch be. of noise in the AFC. So when they play the Browns, Miles Garrett's going to have himself a day. <laughs> he is. I'm excited is. for that. But, but do you there, guys agree a, with me about the Bengals? Are you guys on the same boat where you're not? You're not. I, I'm not. Concerned? I'm not too worried. No, Matt, I'm I was not worried about. Yeah, I mean, you. Okay. I'm pretty sure Matt, you're higher on the Bengals than both of us. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they played. They played a horrible game, and they lost off an extra point. So they'll be fine. Exactly. But there's a lot of other upsets we need to talk about. I want to bring up the 49ers and Bears. This is another. The 49ers. I'm not worried about either. And the reason I'm not worried about the 49ers is because the game that we play, that we watched today was just like totally, I've never seen, like, you it's a slop game. It was a slop game. The, 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 the sidelines weren't the even straight. Like, what are we talking yeah, about? You, you, here? Got, you like, got goofy <laughs> sidelines. It's, you know, they're out in the mud. You can't, you can't take yeah, those games like, too, too seriously. It's a monsoon. Yeah. It's just like, there's no way. To possibly judge that game, I think accurately. Like the, I feel like Justin Fields wasn't under nearly as much pressure as you would have expected from guys like Bosa. But then you're, but then you also have to think like, oh, well, the surface that they're pushing off of is like moving, so like they're not getting nearly as much force, you know, out of out of their, you know, explosion out of their like stance. I can't. There's yeah, like there's yeah, there's they're not going to be as explosive. And you're not going to generate as much pressure. There's just a lot of slipping and sliding. But I, I will say that, that that final clip of like Justin Fields sliding on the on the mud, then like jump. That's that's like the that's the clip of the year. That's face of the NFL right there. I think that. I mean, you, you can just say it was rainy, and then that that was it. But 
It was what killed the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, what, what killed the what killed the 49ers was that I don't think they trusted Trey Lance. Like they're trying to ease him in. And then on top of that, it's pouring rain. So their game plan going into it is like, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be incredibly conservative and oh, we're a great running team, or we're gonna run the ball a lot. But they were way too predictable and they got way too boring and the offense was completely kaput. And there's kind of I don't even know if there's necessarily like, oh, well, you should have just stretched the field with Trey Lance. It's like, I don't know if that would have worked. And I mean, again, this was more than just a rain game. This was like ridiculous downpour, you know, to the point where you can hardly see what's going on in the field because it's all on the cameras. But I think <laughs> that was their big problem. And it's kind of like a one game situational. You get back to San Francisco. It's not going to be like that. So right. I'm not too worried about them. Uh, I don't yeah. want to judge Lance too much off this one. They looked unprepared to play from behind. They looked totally unprepared to play from behind. I thought it kind of seemed like an egotistic game where I it just seemed like they thought there was just no way they would ever have to play from behind against these Bears. So they were just running it, running it. By the time the Bears took the lead in the fourth quarter, I think it was, Trey Lance had completed eight passes total. and. Right. Right. So they, they thought they were going to just be able to cruise through this game on the ground. It was muddy. It was, it was horrible. And in the slop fest and in the like, and credit the Bears defense, you know, they, they played well. They played really well. They um, and because I thought that the 49ers offense, like, was as usual, very pleasant to watch with the eye candy and the different things they were doing with the Lance option. Lance kept it a bunch of times. And I think he was actually their leading rusher. Um, so like they play pretty solid considering like the looks the 49ers can throw at you, uh, from the, from the run game perspective. But once Lance was down and they kind of had to throw it a little bit more, the, the 49ers offensive line looked bad. The 49ers offensive line and pass pro looked bad. Uh, McGlitchy was getting beaten by like, oh, what's his name? It's like, who's the from guy from Miami. U of Miami? Yeah. Alton Robinson or something uh, like that. I cannot remember his name, but uh, it was someone like it's like some like Robinson. I think it, he had a nice game. He had, I think, two sacks. And um, yeah, McGlitchy was supposed to be their second best tackle and, and was getting beat pretty handedly by him. Um, the guards, the interior offensive linemen are there's been a lot of turnover there with Lake and Tomlinson leaving and Alex Mack retiring. And they there was a lot of pressure in Lance's lap. Uh, once that lead change happened, the pick to Eddie Jackson was an amazing play by Eddie Jackson. I haven't seen a play like that from Eddie Jackson in a long time where that was- he dropped down He dropped down like he was the robber in, in cover one, and he just kind of made a beeline towards the middle of the field. So Lance thought he was kind of okay to target outside the hashes because he didn't think the safety would be there. But Jackson was reading his eyes moved like and then just moved into the throwing lane so he totally fooled lance it was a great play by a vet um not necessarily like this horrible mechanics horrible inaccurate oh my god what was he seeing play by lance there for me so so the pressure killed a drive a great play by eddie jackson and i don't want to be like making too many excuses for lance but like seriously that's what it was like serious that's seriously what it was it wasn't this like oh he has no arm strength oh he has no mechanics oh he didn't didn't have any idea what he's looking at there, but yeah. um, I, I felt like I was watching like prime Eddie. I was like, oh shit, Eddie Jackson's yeah. back! Like <laughs> it was a it was a fantastic play by Eddie Jackson, man. And then after that, it just started like 
it started totally downpouring and like the ball was coming out of his hands wobbly it was yeah. he had some nice throws called back from penalty so yeah i agree I, I worry about the offensive line i do worry about the offensive line for them um but overall it is a, it is trey lance's first game it was just a a total mess uh, and the other thing I wanted to say about this game was their safety. Dominique Robinson. That's what his name was. Dominique, yes, Robinson. Dominique Robinson. I wrote it in my notes that I wasn't looking looking at. But uh, their he, safety, yeah, what's his name? Miami. Yes. Uh, the 49ers safety? Yeah, the 49ers safety. My no- Hufanga, I think his name was. He played fantastic uh, in Jimmy Ward's absence. Yes, they might have something. They might have something there with him. But yeah, I, I'm a little worried about the 49ers from the offensive line perspective. But as far as like giving Lance a little bit more time and I, I'm not totally out on him because of this game or, or necessarily fields even. Cause I gotta, I kind of gotta play, give them an even field. If I'm going to be like, Oh, it's too sloppy to do anything. You know, fields. I didn't think played That's great. Too either. Sloppy. Fields pick though was legitimate. Like Lance's pick. I was like, great play by the, by the safety fields his pick. I was like, oh, what? the one where it was like, what did he see? <laughs> what did he see? Uh, what did he see? I do not know what he saw. And maybe I'll, maybe the all 22 will reveal something. But from the broadcast angle, he looked like he just threw that directly into quintuple coverage. It's like, so, that, uh, it's like that Mac Jones preseason interception. It was. That's exactly where my mind went. But the, the throw to Pettis was nice when he rolled out and then hit it on the other side of the field. That like, was just crazy. To, like, that was creative. That's kind of the, what came to mind for me. It's that, like that play was bonkers. I'm like, there's no way that I just watched Justin Fields like evade pressure, roll to his left, and then just like, just to like know that, just to like think that there's a guy over to even like spend the time to glance over yeah. there. That's kind of what impressed. Like that's creative. That's that's good awareness of where everybody is because you know sometimes that right. guy will be wide open, but you're just not thinking. Oh, I should be looking as far away from where I am now as possible. So that was nice yeah. by fields. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I'm still, I have that, my doubts about this team, but um, yeah, was, yeah was, I, <laughs> I'm not, this game was a total like shit show. There was like no way. Once you like saw the conditions, you're like, how am I going to predict this game at all? If Jackson Matt, and Robinson play uh, like that though, then the, 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 their defense will be pretty good. But yeah, Matt, your favorite game of the day. Ended in a tie, Texas and Colts. Yeah. Did you see my tweet, by the way, that never in college football would you get a tie? That's true. That's the one weakness of college football. <laughs> uh, um, no, it was. Um, I guess we're talking about are we worried about the Colts too much? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I think. I think. Yes, I think this like is a good example of what's wrong with them. They. Their passing offense is not going to be that good, I don't think. They're not, they're just like, they're just like, you, you said it before the season. They're not going to generate a bunch of explosives, right? Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce and Matt Ryan doesn't, yeah, doesn't move. It's, it's not and bro Chase and Higgins. It's <laughs> no, not, not. Now, the, the idea is that you're going to be like, okay, you're going to be this great running team and you're going to just, you just need Ryan to not make stupid mistakes. Uh, and just like game manage the game and it's not going to be about explosives. You're going to methodically march down the field. That's okay. If that is your game plan, you have to be better in the red zone. You have to be able to get it in. Like they were within the first half. I think they got within the 30 four times and got three points out of it. You can't do that. And they turned it on a little bit later in the game, but 
the whole idea here is like they targeted Pierce a couple times in the end zone. He wasn't able to come down with it. Um, you know, the, I know the whole idea here is that they're going to have, oh, Pierce and Pittman as the two red zone targets is like, sounds like pretty good on paper. They've got to get that actually down pat. They, you know, uh, there's no reason why they shouldn't be at least a little bit better than they were today at that. So I think that's the number one thing to watch for the Colts. If they, they got to be better in the red zone. Matt I know Ryan's Pierce had a really bad, Pierce had a really bad drop in the end zone. That should have been a touchdown. Yeah, um, sadly he did. Uh, but Matt Ryan's average yeah. depth of target was was six and a half yards down the field. Six and a half. Damn. And I don't have like a list in front of me where that ranks among like everybody this week. But I promise that's probably pretty low. Okay. And uh, yeah. So here's the thing about them. Am I worried about them in the sense like, oh, am I worried about their viability as a Super Bowl contender? Am I worried that they'll be able to move the ball downfield? Yes. But then I look at the other teams in a division and I'm say, I say, <laughs> well, I'm a little bit more worried about the team that lost to the Giants today. And, um, you know, so so I still think yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily worried about their ability to, to win this division. I, I don't think they're incapable of doing that. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm looking at Matt, Matt Ryan's longest pass today. He had two that went over 15 yards in the air. He had two. He's just like, it's just not their game plan. They just don't want to spread the field. And I think that's just make, they have to be way better when they actually get down the field then. To be, you need to be able to do that. Yeah. You need to be able to, to hit some explosives in the passing game. You do. Uh, and yeah. So yeah, I, I am a little bit worried about their weaknesses and, and they didn't ease my fears like some teams did today. Um, so yeah, I, I would say I'm a little worried about them, but I was never crazy high on them to begin with. I do still think they can win the division and I'm more worried about a team we'll talk about later, if not next. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a Davis Mills, though. Wait, let me talk. Let me talk about the Davis Texans. Mills. Davis Mills, that guy's going to be the next golf. Like that guy also didn't complete anything over twenty. Wait, no, he did. He completed a forty yarder. Okay, Davis Mills played de- decent today. I think Davis Mills is. He's fighting going for to, his life out there. He's he's going to be all right. I think he is going to be a low end starter. There was a play when when the Colts made their comeback where there was the Davis Mills leg and seek drive where they had a chance to win it. And Brandon Cooks ran, ran an out route and Mills threw an absolutely horrible pass that was almost picked off. And I don't know if there's a miscommunication or what, but that's kind of how I felt about him. I was like, okay, he was kind of he was kind of doing all right, being accurate, making decent throws with pressure in his face. Nothing crazy, nothing like off platform, but he, I was like, he looks like a solid quarterback. He looks better than any of the other 2021 like quarterbacks. And then when like the game was on the line, he like missed horribly. And I'm like, so he's, he's a guy that might be fine, but like not someone I really want when the bullets start flying. <laughs> That's kind of my, right. my take on Davis Mills so far. And Derek Stingley, I thought played real well. He had a gorgeous pass breakup on uh, in, in, in the red zone. Um, so Pierce. he was nice. Pierce, yeah, Pierce. Pierce should have run. He he. Which 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 Pierce are we talking about? One. We're talking two, about Colts. D- the, the Stingley broke okay. up that pass. Yeah, yeah, Pierce yeah, drifted yeah. back on it. Pierce did not have a, have a have a wonderful. See that. No, wonderful he did not game. have a good game. He did not play good. I'm afraid. <laughs> Neither did our other Pierce, Damien. They decided to give the ball to yeah. 
Rex Burkhead. Uh, Rex right. Burkhead. Put the game 14. in Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead got the ball I, I think 14 I made a, times. I think I made a joke about Rex Burkhead winning the starting job a couple of days ago. Uh, and little did I know. <laughs> That's not, wasn't, that great, wasn't, wasn't a very funny joke, Matt. <laughs> Burkhead did not. not. Burkhead did not. Uh, <laughs> no, Burkhead did not. Was not very effective. <laughs> uh, there was a touchdown yeah. to OJ Howard that Davis Mills threw on play off two play touchdowns action. To OJ two Howard. touchdowns. The second touchdown, Damian Pierce had a very nice pass block. Uh, picked up the oh. blitzing linebacker. Put his body on the line. How many fantasy points do we get for that? <laughs> we do. We don't get any fantasy points from that, but. Those blocks let you get fantasy points in the in the future. So I like seeing that. Jonathan Taylor played all right. I, I I'm not that worried about the Colts. My expectations for the Colts are about the same as they were before, which is mid team that could win this division. That's that's where yeah. I'm at with the Colts. All right. Well, let's talk about the other the other AFC South team and how they lost to the New York Football Giants. Saquon Barkley's back. Saquon. 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 Uh, Kenny Galladay had Kenny Galladay played like actual football. That was weird. He like ran some rounds, like like put his hands up, Tony, like got them around. (laughs) Unlike Kadarius, I'm Uh, sick about that. Kenny Galladay (laughs) has ten percent of the talent that Kadarius Tony has, but and Kadarius Tony was just straight up benched. It's the same thing as same thing as Rex Burkhead and Damian Pierce. It's the same. He's a same old I've song said and Kenny dance. Man. is the Rex Burkhead of wide receivers. <laughs> he might be, man. What, do you know who led the the Giants in in receptions in this game? Was maybe you it? have it up in front of you? I don't. Sterling Shepard. Was it Sterling Shepard? I believe. Not in, he left it in yards, but it was Richie oh, okay. Grant on oh, receptions. Richie Grant was well, the most was, caught more oh passes God. than anyone else on the Giants today. Oh, brother. And the Titans still lost. <laughs> Titans still lost. The Titans. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, their whole identity is is pounding the rock. And I mean, Henry did not look nearly as good as Saquon Barkley. I'll say that. No. Negative 0.34 yards or EPA per carry for the Titans. Wholly inefficient day on the ground for them. Uh, and and their passing attack was somewhat like decent. It was somewhat efficient. Kyle Phillips had a nice game, except for that muff. But um, yeah, man, like Kyle Phillips is your leading receiver, and and Henry doesn't quite look like prime Derrick Henry. And your defense is getting ran all over by the New York Giants. Like <sighs> Christian Fulton got burned by Sterling Shepard, just torched. dude, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Your your team identity is a twenty eight year old running back coming off an injury. This does not bode well for the team. I'm afraid. I hate to say it, and I'm I'm willing to you know give Henry a pretty reasonable break. I feel like he's earned that. Um, and then see a little bit later. But like, I, I was don't know, hoping last I was season hoping his, he looked more explosive. I was hoping he looked a lot yeah. more explosive than this coming off the injury. I think a lot of people were. He looked powerful. But not explosive. And that's yeah. what you need from him. We'll see. We'll see. But this it was such a juicy matchup, right? The Giants, like, you know, miss, they just cut Blake Martinez, missing both of their edge rushers. Like, that is that's Theo, a juicy Theo, matchup. Who did you, Theo, who did you say led 
the giant in receptions? Uh, Richie Grant. It was Saquon Barkley. Oh, was it the wide receiver Richie, who did? They're, okay, Richie Grant had it was five. Sa- Saquon Barkley had six catches. Okay, okay. Richie Grant had Sa- five. He was their leading receiver. He was their leading like. Not even their okay. leading receiver yardage wise, but he had a big role in the game. Was, you got beat by the Giants, whose like most reliable wide receiver was, was a Richie Grant. <laughs> was Richie Grant? But shout out the Giants. Shout out Brian Dable. Uh, Saquon Barkley was like nearly in tears when they scored that last touchdown to put him ahead. They were freaking out. They were just high, like the team energy seemed really, really high, like really high, and everyone emotions were running high, and there just seemed to be a good a good vibe and a good energy around that team by the end. And I, I love a good redemption story. Michael Thomas, you saw it today from him. Uh, someone who, who came back from injury and, and was productive. Yeah. Same thing with Saquon. So shout out the giants, man. I still am not totally sure this is a very good team. If we're talking about like contenders, playoff contenders that we're worried about, mark me down as a worried about the Titans, uh, person. So yes. Yeah. I'm much more worried about the Titans than I am the Colts. I'll say that. Yes, I agree. I would probably also agree. I, yeah, I probably also agree. All right, one one more team I think to, or one more game to discuss: the Thursday night game, Rams and Bills. This is the only game where, right out the gate, or I guess. I won't even say that because the Chiefs came right out the gate and were awesome offensively too. But I, the Bills came out, and as far as like the early slated games, then you compare that to the Bills game. The Bills came out and were awesome offensively. Um, I am feeling good about my Super Bowl pick. Right you, as now. you should. They're as the heavy favorites for good reason. That team is so good. That team rocks, um, bro. <laughs> They're awesome. Allen, if jo- Allen played so incredible and i saw people like he threw two picks you can't say he played incredible shut the fuck up please. <laughs> those were accurate passes that those two picks okay hold on, hold, on, hold on theo theo do you agree with me that that second interception was not alan's fault or it not was, entirely alan's fault if i were to give it kind of the the zero to four grade like on my interception scale i would say it's a little i'd say through it late I'd say there was a moment where he was more open than Maybe. I think he got to the read a little late. But I do I, think I w- that I, that it, uh, what's oh, his name should have attacked the ball. He should have he should have kind of attacked the did, ball a little bit more when than he, he came did, out of that route, forward. Did you see how he came like the, at the top of that route? He's jogging. I I I, I am like like he is not running full speed. Coming out of that, was route. it zone? I don't. God, I don't. It remember was man. It was okay, it was it was a cover. I went back and watched the all twenty two on this because I was just getting so like heated about this with Twitter. It was a cover one zone with a linebacker underneath, and I I don't know if he was a spying. cover one zone, a cover one cover one man with a linebacker um, underneath, and I couldn't tell if he was playing like a middle zone or if he was spying Allen. But that wasn't really probably, what I was focused probably on. Both, probably, yeah, probably a little bit of both. But what I wanted to see was the end zone angle because I wanted to watch Allen's eyes. And sure enough, Allen spent the majority of that play. He wanted Stefan Diggs on the outside because Stefan had one-on-one press coverage with Jalen Ramsey, and mm-hmm. it looked like at at the point where Allen wanted to throw this because I think he ended up double clutching it at the point where Allen wanted to throw it. 
Diggs was covered. But then, like, when Allen took his eyes off Diggs, he ended up actually being open, and that probably would have been a catch on the sideline. But then by the time he gets back to, I cannot remember who the receiver is. It was Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder. Crowder. He gets to Jamison Crowder, and at that point, that's when people are like, oh, well, the, the pass is late. And I, so like, I'm watching this play like develop and I'm like, I don't think Jamison Crowder or Gabe Davis thought that pass was ever going to go to them. And then like Allen comes to rip this absolute laser and Crowder's like, oh shit, I am not (laughs) like running for this ball. There were some, there were maybe some things that Allen could have done better, but overall it was a catchable pass. It wasn't a pass that deserved to be intercepted. Like, oh my God, it deserves to be picked. Allen got the ball out (laughs) in 2.32 seconds on average, 2.32. Ben Roethlisberger last year was famously the fastest quarterback to get like a pass out on average. It was last year, it was 2.36 So imagine if Ben Roethlisberger was getting the ball out that fast. Allen's accuracy, like his on-target percentage, was charted at 97% by Sports Info Solutions. So imagine if Ben Roethlisberger had like the pre-snap understanding of, of defenses and that kind of timing with perfect accuracy, basically, and also hit like some 50 yard touchdowns on the run in that game. Like it was just no. It was even Kay though it Adams, was two picks. It Kay was Adams a did an class. interview. Kay Adams did an interview with uh, Sean Payton prior to the game, and she she asked him about Josh Allen, and all he had to say was like he kind of compared him to like a younger Ben Roethlisberger, just in terms of like. Give me like current talent. Josh Allen over, <laughs> over young. That's, that's what I was thinking. Of. But I was <laughs> like, like uh, as far as but like as far I don't as know, like, man, yeah. As far as like props though, like youngest guy to ever win a Super Bowl. I was like, that's some pretty high praise. It is. I mean, Roethlisberger is a future Hall of Famer overall. But the question is, like, yes, the Bills are good. They were getting home rushing four. Von Miller looked incredible. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Phillips looked incredible. Everybody looked great. But um, are you concerned about the Rams? Are do we think the Rams? Yes. Are in oh, trouble or are they just yeah knocking the rust off? <laughs> I'm um, worried about them. Terrible, yeah, super worried. But Offensive line looked bad, bad. and I think I, I don't know. I, I think their offense is lacking a lot of juice right now. They need to get the ball to Robinson more. Robinson, I made a video about this. They're playing like I think when they get zone, they just look at Cooper Cup, which is fair. And because the Bills were starting a sixth-round rookie corner, uh, they just all the Bills did was play zone. So they're just like, we're just going to pepper Cooper Cup with targets. And Cooper Cup had an amazing game. I think when they play more man, we'll see more Allen Robinson. But yeah, this this offensive line without Whitworth and without Brian Allen now for the next month or so, it's it's just a horrible unit. And and Matthew Stafford, I. I don't know how much his elbow was bothering him. He made some nice layered throws to Cooper Cup. He made some horrible passes. But that's been true of Stafford in the past. So I don't know. Yeah. Like Stafford is not above games like that, even with a functioning elbow. So I don't know. But it's they not the they worst. Play, it's not the worst Stafford game I've seen. They they can't play press man coverage because no one except for Ramsey in their cornerback room is good enough to do it. Outside of Donald, like Leonard Floyd and whoever their Von Miller replacement is was horrible. I thought I thought Bobby Wagner looked pretty slow, even though he made some plays on that shit up on the stat sheet and he looked kind of slow to me. So yeah, I'm very I mean, everybody knew I was very worried about the Rams before I didn't have them in the playoffs, but 
this is kind of the worst case scenario. They looked like, and they looked like a team that, you know, their head coach thought about retiring the week before they played 100% 11 personnel. They never brought on two tight ends or it was just the same personnel at play in and play out 100% of their plays. So that, I mean, that's just kind of a lack of creativity from McVeigh that I'm not accustomed to seeing. And it's just like, are they that sure that those are their best 11 guys? Do they not believe in their running backs enough that they want to see anyone else? Like, are they, they, right. do they not believe they have depth at tight end where they want to see two of them on the field? Like you're in one, one personnel, the entire game kind of makes me think like you don't really trust your depth and they have starters out there who sh- probably should be depth. Ben Skoranek. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very worried about them. I'm very wor- worried about them. And yeah, I get that they were playing a, a very, very great Bills oh, team, man. but, um, yeah, ben definitely Skoranek. weird. And the Packers, the He's Packers so- is the last, the last like contender in trouble that I'll talk about. And they looked, it was, I was laughing watching this game because it was just exactly what I thought it would be. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Zadarius Smith was just killing everybody. The tackles did not show up to play tackle today. The offensive line just was letting everyone through. Rogers was getting killed. He was throwing fits on the sideline. Uh, yeah. Christian Watson can't track a D he's a great, he's great at getting open deep, but he can't track the football deep and, uh, drop the pass. And after that, Rogers like didn't target the wide receivers anymore. There was just no chemistry across the board. They came out flat. It was exactly like last year. It was, I literally bet on the Viking. I bet on the Vikings cause I knew that this was going to happen. It wasn't just, <laughs> Oh, Theo likes to bet against the Packers. I knew this was going to happen and I'm not necessarily worried about it. Just like it's, it's happened. Happened last year too. They just came out totally flat, and Rodgers wasn't yeah. in sync. And uh, yeah, they didn't have Bakhtiari or Elton Jenkins or Alan Lazard, who's all coming back. So I'm not so worried about the Packers. They just, you know, Vikings are a good team. Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunters are very Jefferson good players. Justin Jefferson went. <laughs> the offensive player of the year campaign is off to a nice. No, 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 no. MVP. Fuck off with the player of the year, bro. Nah, the MVP nah, campaign starts now. Mahomes, although I'm, uh, here's I, you know, somebody who had Patrick Mahomes MVP, Justin Jefferson offensive player of the year, Miles Garrett Depoy. Narratives are looking good. You had a good today. day. You had a good day. I had a solid day. Who is your? Did uh, you? Who do you pick for rookie of the year? I, I forget. I think I had Olave and Hutchinson. So okay. Okay. I okay. thought Hutchinson looked up. I watched the first half of the Eagles game and then I assumed it was over. So I turned to one of the other games. And then at the end, I Ooh, see the Lions covered, which by three. <laughs> the Lions ended up covering, which was my main concern. But uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you bet on that game? I bet that the Eagles would cover. And then they were up like 35 Tough. to 14 or something. I was like, oh, perfect. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I mean, bro, it, how much football did we all watch today? Like an, an insane amount of football, I presume. Like if you if you were watching Red Zone, seven hours of commercial free football. Here's how much t- screen I don't like time is that? How I don't I don't care if you don't like Red Zone, man. How much screen time is that? Because it's a yeah, lot. And if I, mean, I feel like that would hurt my eyes. I think so too, right? You know, between like your phone, your monitor, you know, TVs, laptop, it, it's just a lot. And I can almost say like. I can say for certain, I spend so much time on these screens and on an electronic device. But the truth is, 
you know, whether it is working on your computer, watching TikToks before bed, or watching the NFL, that amount of blue light exposure can be damaging to your eyes. And studies have shown that exposure to blue light from these devices can lead to headaches, eye fatigue, blurry vision, and even trouble sleeping. And as someone who already doesn't sleep well and gets migraines, I relate heavily to all of those things. But worry not, I'm happy to say that our friends over at Felix Gray can help. Their blue light glasses filter 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on eyes and disruptive to sleep. And still not convinced? Well, what if I told you I'm wearing these glasses right now? And if you had glasses like these, you could look just as drippy as me. Look, I got a pair of them on. They're fire. I would never lie to you. I would never lie to you. All right. I always get compliments when I wear my glasses. All right. Even my mom likes them. My mom doesn't like anything. So. <laughs> 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 but uh, the the Bladen's mom endorsement's a big one. The Bladen's mom really endorses. The Bladen's really mom endorsement. It's huge. It's huge. So if you want the best prescription or non-prescription blue light glasses on the market, make sure to use our URL, felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Again, that's felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Now, we already talked a little bit about the Browns and Panthers, but uh, Matt, I'll give you the floor in case you want to spill, spill your spill your beans about Baker Mayfield and how bad he looked. He's not, you know, there's a world where the refs don't screw up the last drive and we're talking about actually <laughs> Baker didn't do that bad, right? I mean, this is true. If, if, the, if the Panthers defense had held up that last Series, we wouldn't be talking about how horrible, but like the, I mean, that did, wouldn't be the narrative. Uh, Baker was bad. I mean, the first half was just unbelievable. It looks like, you know, it was the first time they were ever playing together. He kept dropping the ball. Like, I don't know what to tell you about that, man. Like, that's not good. I don't have a good way to analyze that. Towards the end of the game, he started to pick it up a little bit. I think the one good thing about Baker is the deep ball really is not bad. And he's got... He's got a little bit more, like, than compared to Darnold, he's got a little bit more awareness about him. You know, you 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 uh, you say a lot of times, like, uh, what what is Baker Mayfield like really good at? Not much, but he's not. There's a lot of things that he's not bad at, and that's a that's a perfect that's the perfect quarterback for the Panthers, who are the exact same way. All of their position groups, they're all, well, I could see a way where the Panthers offensive line or their receivers or their running back if McCaffrey's healthy, or I could see a way where the quarterback is good, or I could see a way where the corner, but no, no position group on the Panthers is like for sure, confidently great or good. It's all, and that's kind of the same way with Baker. I, I, I wasn't super mad at it. I mean, I want them to tank and get a quarterback, um, but I'm not surprised. Fair enough. Did anything from the game? Obviously, we, we've talked about some of the, the contenders who lost, but there's games that we haven't covered yet. Is there anything you guys saw from anything we haven't mentioned? Chargers, Dolphins, uh, you know, whatever other games. Anything else that has stood out? I got two. We're talking about. Yeah, hit me. Tyreek Hill. And Jalen Waddle, so sick. It's so sick. even even if they don't like do any if even if that team in the long run doesn't do anything serious ever, who cares, man? That's it's that's such a sick receiving group. And the other one is that Lawrence clock's ticking. He's got to figure it out sooner rather than later. All right, Urban Meyer. Okay, 
I agree. You know, you got, you know, LaVisca Chenault running into other receivers out there. All right. Fair enough. Nothing you can do about that. But he has some bad plays, man. His bad plays are rough, dude. Some of his misses yeah. are pretty indefensible, I would say. Like, there's some plays, some some accuracy issues that he definitely has where I'm like, that's bad. But I thought the Jaguars overall today and the offense, their floor looked so much higher than it has in the last year. Like, their floor looked, looked pretty high. I, I didn't think Lawrence played that good. I didn't think he looked like, I didn't think it was a total disaster class from him. But he definitely, definitely didn't play what I would consider like really good football. Um, Wentz, though, I thought Wentz played okay. Wentz had some, also had some <laughs> very bad misses. But here's the thing: they Wentz had to have thrown over thirty passes. If you can win a game where Wentz throws over thirty passes, that's 21. like he threw forty. Okay, so he threw over forty passes. His EPA was positive. He mm-hmm. made some really nice throws. So like he had some bad misses too, where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that was such an easy throw is- that he just missed. But he overall played efficient while attempting over 40 passes. And some of these throws, Heineke does not have in his bag. No, no, no. He's got a lot more facilities when yeah. it comes to that stuff. The thing is, is like he was playing really good. And I'm like, wow, when's this actually having a real nice one? And then he had a couple just stinker plays. And it was like, and it's just like in the fourth quarter, it's like, of course. But he pulled it back together and, and won him the game. The thr- he really the- is like, I, I don't know. I, I'd say of all the quarterbacks who are in that mediocre tier, give me wins over all of them. <laughs> really. I mean, like. He, if he can just clean up those plays, dude, he'd be pretty good. He would be, but He's, I mean, we've been saying, can if Wentz can clean it up, we've been saying that for what, well, four yeah, years like, now. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Like we're pushing thirty with him, so yeah. But. He's the he's just the anti system quarterback, which is kind of what makes like if you're going to be bad, at least be fun. And he's definitely like when I watch him, I'm like, there are some high highs here and some low lows, and I am getting a kick out of watching this game. But today it was right. mostly good. And, and Jahan Dotson, like Jahan Dotson was a player I was not crazy high on uh, mm-hmm. coming out of the draft. Um, he, to me, is was small. I had questions about, you know, can he, can he beat man coverage? Can he break tackles? Is he going to be dynamic after the catch like he was in college? And in this game, I, I think he only had three catches, but two of them were, were touchdowns, right? And that last right. one was, I mean, I never questioned... I would never question his ball tracking and I would never catch question his hands. And yeah, that was crazy ball tracking. <laughs> that was crazy no, I, bro, looking that in. So that was an amazing catch. Him. And the first touchdown too, he kind of, he swiped the hands away from the, from the defensive uh, back and was able to kind of explode out of that efficiently beat what looks like, I think like the catch technique or, or man or something like that for the other touchdown. So three catches, two touchdowns. Like if it was three catches, zero to like, there were long stretches of the game where I didn't hear his name. So we'll see. Like, I'd like to see him be a little bit more consistent in the future. But man, right. like the high highs there were like, oh, that that was a really, especially the end, really special catch. So yeah, I hope Jonathan Allen is okay. I haven't checked actually if he's good. I Hopefully he is. I saw that he, I saw that he went down. Shout out Trayvon Walker. Shout out Trayvon, Shout out Trayvon Walker. Walker too. Yeah, he was really, really nice. He looked like... He looks like the best player on the field, <laughs> kind of, with his sack and with his with his um, pick. Blayden, I have a couple do you have of anything? Things. Yeah, I have, a, I have a couple of things before we 
move on a little bit. Uh, both AFC East quarterbacks that we watched play each other today. Garbage. Uh, Tua and Mac Mac. Jones. Tua. Get out of here, man. Like <laughs> we were. I'll be honest. We I, did not, I did not watch that game outside of the outside of the touchdown to Waddle and like the hill catch. That's that's pretty much all there was. So we were yeah. watching a uh, red zone at my place. I have a, a friend who's a Patriots fan and it flipped to the game and it was like Mac Jones standing like right by his own end zone in the pocket. And it was like a highlight. And you're like, I don't think this is going to be a pro Patriots highlight. You see, it's like this rusher comes up free off the edge. Um, I, I, I was kind of surprised. Uh, yeah. Mac and I don't know. Mac and Tua. Yeah. To it. To yeah. it. The, so the sense I got, this is literally me speaking completely out of my ass because I did not okay. watch this game at all. <laughs> so I'm about to give you the most like... <laughs> I didn't watch but here's what I thought. I didn't watch it all. I just... Because I'm not made out of time and, and screens here. I yeah. had f- four up and the, the this one wasn't working, so I couldn't see it. And he hates Red watch, Zone, so... I I like watching a full game in its entirety over red zone that i don't hate red zone i guess but well, I like i'll have a couple of games game. up and then i'll also have red that's zone. fine that's fine but anyway it seemed to me like the Tua plan like it seemed to be what i expected because i see tyree kill catching screens and breaking them for first downs i see tyree kill contested catch like could be a pick, but Tyreek Hill wrestles it away from from the defender and makes a play like that. I see, like on a fourth down, Tua hits Waddle on a slant, and then Waddle turns it upfield, and that's how they pick up sixty yards. And I'm like, this is what Tua needs to be. Like, this is I'm not seeing any crazy Tua things here. I'm seeing crazy wide receiver highlights here, and yeah. that's kind of why I, what I expected from this Dolphins team. And if you're a Dolphins fan who's like incredibly defensive to it, like just enjoy the team. Like it's going to be a fun team either way. Like it looked like the defense was balling out to, from my eyes. It looked like the, the wide receiver duo is as, as advertised. So I think they're going to be a good team. But to me, yeah, it, it seemed like it seemed kind of what I feared going into this, where it's like, I'm going to have to, and maybe, maybe to a bald out, maybe he did, but it kind of seemed like I'm going to have to, slander to a, even as the dolphins are good because he's got very nice weapons. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna hold them back. There's <laughs> I feel like there's gonna get to a point where maybe this offense gets a little predictable and I don't know if two is going to be able to pull the strings together and elevate that offense if it needs to. But you know I, I'll slander Tua till the end of time. The other thing <laughs> Bro, can Mah- can just can Justin Herbert please throw the ball to Mike Williams? Like <laughs> Justin Herbert played fantastic today, and so he did. I have, and he threw it to, to Mike Williams like twice. I have I have a bone to pick with him. What? what he can, my, my may be boy. a little softy. I believe I've come to realize this. Who Herbert that third and three on like the four yard line? Do you know what play I'm talking about? Did you see that one? I probably and, did. He should have got. He should have picked that up, and he totally crumpled down. He does not like taking hits, does he? Wait, are we talking about Herbert? Are you saying yeah. no dog in him? Is what you're saying? I, I'm not oh, saying. I know no, exactly. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Actually, I know exactly. I thought for sure he would have picked that up, and he, he 
he thought about it and then he said no i'm i'm going he, to the ground. he i don't let softy josh, might be a harsh what about, word. Josh josh allen he is very quick to make a business decision josh he allen makes a lot of business shit. decisions yeah josh, josh allen, allen would have lowered the shoulder and hey, run someone over. Cam, okay. cam newton didn't didn't pick it up you're talking about the what fumble. Are you talking about? No Cam Newton yeah, That's harsh, on, man. Don't bring that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nah, Cam, Newton, Cam Newton fumbled in the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm, hey. like, I'm just. Yes, Herbert, Herbert didn't lower his shoulder there. And maybe we'll post the tweet that we're talking about tomorrow on the, on the, in the, or the play that we're talking about if you missed it. But yes, there is a play where he was running like towards the end zone, I believe it was. Maybe it was the first down. I think they were like maybe inside It was both. The it was like first yeah. down and then an end. It would have been first down and like goal at the three. And I was like, oh, here it is. And then I was like, oh. But uh-huh. I mean, he hit, in the, especially in the first half, like the throw to Keenan Allen on the corner route where it was just a laser beam 40 yards, just like whistled over two guys' heads and like hit Keenan right in sl- side, it right in stride. His uh, second touchdown catch was fantastic. Um, he was balling out without Keenan for a large majority of the game without Mike Williams being heavily involved and, and was throwing it to some dudes I have only heard of once or twice. That's what I'm saying, bro. Khalil Mack looked fantastic. Like, and yes. and Mahomes too. Like Mahomes and Herbert, I thought today, like we don't have to talk about the Chiefs that much. Like the Cardinals yeah. are just we're, we're gonna flaming. we're gonna draft we're gonna draft our top week one performers. Right. So you'll get an Real opportunity. But, yeah. yeah, go if you want to hear about what happened like with Mahomes and what that looks like. Go listen to last week's episode when I locked the Chiefs again uh, and was talking about the Cardinals. Um, so yeah, like just go. Just go listen to that because that's exactly what happened. They blitzed Mahomes because that's all Vance Joseph can do. And Mahomes just picked them apart. So I thought him and Herbert both looked pretty fantastic in, in this. And I, I feel pretty confident in that the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Chargers are kind of what I'm looking at right now and being like, that's those are it. Those are it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys won or lost your bets today, but if you're going to bet next week, just know that today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Odds Trader. For play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, Odds Trader is the place to go. They have the best price on every game and sign-up offers from multiple sports books. Plus, they have player statistics, key game stats, and even projected game day weather. You can use their bet tracker to keep records of all your games and betting activity. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for all your game day bets. To begin your handicapping journey, make sure to go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. Odds Trader is the beginning of your best bets for all sports. Download from the App Store today. I remember which one we forgot about the the Eagles and the Lions, but I turned that one off at halftime to watch more exciting and games Falcon that were happening. Saints. And Falcon Saints, yeah, Falcon Saints was like I'll break those I'll break those down on TikTok because we're running out of time here. We are running um, out of time. We started recording this episode at 10 p.m. Eastern time. It's 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 late. All right. Um, yes, but I will talk about them on TikTok. I will break. Don't okay. worry, Eagles and Saints fans. I already talked about Michael Thomas a little bit. Eagles got the W. That's all I care about. MVP Jalen Hurts coming soon. But we're going to draft our top performers from week one. We're going to each get one pick just because we're short on time and we don't want to kill our editor. All right. So we're just we're picking one player. We do what we can do two, so it's like oh, an actual. No, we'll, we'll do t- one. Let's do two, so it's an actual draft. 
Okay, well, okay, all right. Too. Who's starting? Okay. Uh, Matt is. It's Matt, Theo, me. Okay. All right, give me Josh Allen. He was, well, you know what? Give me Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I was about to I say. I changed my pick. Take, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. He was balling today. I thought for sure. He's, here's the thing, dude, about Patrick Mahomes. I think there are guys within his stratosphere, like Allen and Herbert. I think they are. But I think for the next 10 or so years, the question's always going to be, who is the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes or this other guy? But Mahomes is always going to be the top dog in that conversation, and for good reason. Um, him being as good as as he is. Like, he loses Tyreek Hill, and the offense doesn't miss a beat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I he's just that, that good. Mahomes, Mahomes, he picked up 33, the offense, the Chiefs offense picked up 33 first downs on 66 plays today. That's insane. <laughs> I That's think like every I think other Mah- play is a first down. <laughs> I think it's... With Mahomes, it's going to be like Peyton Manning from the years like 2002 to like 2015 about when he won five MVPs and he was the best quarterback in the league through like, I guess Rodgers had a claim for some of the, like Rodgers was kind of next level for some of that. So maybe like 2002 to like 2010 when, when Manning was like kind of undisputably the best in the league. Sorry, Brady fans. Uh, but I think that's what we're looking at with Mahomes right now. It's like a, a Manning stretch like that. My pick for my performance of the week, I got to show respect to the guy that killed my Packers, Justin Jefferson, who had, I think, like 190 yards, something like that. Those over routes, he was just killing us over and over again. There was a play um, where like, he made Darnell Savage do a, a pirouette like he was in a music box or something. <sighs> and then sped past Amos for a huge play. His best catch of the day was honestly not even one that counted. They called him for a push-off, but he beat Jair Alexander and then flashed late hands and made a quick catch up above his frame on the sideline. Fantastic catch. Great catch. Bullshit call. He didn't actually push off Alexander. He kind of had his hands on him, but he didn't push him away. He kind of just took them off of him. So that was a bad call. That was a fantastic catch. And we saw him in that kind of more Cooper cup role. You saw him in motion. You saw him with uh, more slots in the, or more snaps in the slot outside. They lined him up all over the formation. They moved him around. And uh, yeah, you, <laughs> that Cooper cup role. I mean, they just Cooper cup was Hunter Renfro tier before. Like he really kind of, they really emphasized that role for him last year. And Justin Jefferson was a top five wide receiver in the league before being put in that role. So the possibilities and yeah, what he can do, it's kind of, it, uh, he was a really popular pick for offensive player of the year for a reason. And uh, yeah, it looks like he could reach those lofty heights today. So that's my top performance of the week. My top performance of the week. You both had great picks. Those would have been my first two picks. Mahomes in Jefferson, Nick Chubb and your kicker, the Browns yep. kicker, K- Cade York. Not Kate. <laughs> I had a list. I, I was compiling a list today of like my top performers, just like as the games were going on. Cade York came in at number ten, just because I was like, I mean, he was four for four and hit like a sixty yarder game winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like come on, like that's a great performance. No, but no, my uh, my top performer would be uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Very fair. Pick six, 
14 tackles blocked a kick blocked a, like what are we won doing? the game for he won the game yeah for him. he won the game yeah. for, i mean he was playing out of his mind we talked about just how good that steelers defense was i mean bro minka fits but he was all over the place ever i mean there were guys that i ranked super high last year on my top 100 just because of like how active they were around the football minka keeps playing like this like he's he's gonna earn yeah. a PFF is in shambles watching their fourth lowest graded coverage safety from God last damn. year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was someone I was fading a little bit. PFF tricked me, and then I watched the film from last year and was like, oh. And then I yeah. watched the film week one, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. I just la- just laughing at. He was like good watching was. this game. You're like, oh damn, he's yeah. No, he was out of this world. I'm just, yeah, I'm blown. And I'm like, that's the one thing that I'm like super terrified for going into like week four, I think, or week three against the Steelers is like, we're going to have Jacoby Brissett and we have to deal with Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Hayward. Um, But especially the way Minka Fitzpatrick played, like that man was out of this world. You get two picks. Who's next? I get two picks. Uh, I guess I guess I would say, I'm torn. Devontae had himself an absolute... I'm going to pick Devontae. Devontae had himself an absolute day. That route he ran against Asante Samuel Jr., like, uh, he now has two dads. Asante Samuel now has two dads after that route. He's just he's the third. He's the third now. <laughs> he's the third. <laughs> yeah, <Asante Samuel laughs> Devontae third. Adams is now... No, he has to change his name from Asante Samuel Jr. to Devontae Adams Jr. That's, that's what he has to do. <laughs> No, but I'll go with Devontae. another guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just go ahead. I mean, and then he had he had that um, that catch along the goal line again. Asante Samuels guard. I mean, he had just an absolute monster day, and it's it's exactly what we thought was gonna like the connection between Derek Carr and Devontae was very clear from the jump, like first play. It was obvious, and and he was. They were I don't both. know if you guys watched. I don't know if you guys watched the Packer game, but throughout the game, they would say Packers offense Devonte Adams at the bottom of the screen. God damn, <laughs> that's hard. They kept doing that. They gave us updates throughout the day. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, no, Devonte uh, cooking. Devonte was routinely uh, outpacing the Packers offense. There, I'll go with another guy from that game. I'll say Khalil Mack, who had three sacks. Yeah, a game ceiling sack fumble. And uh, three other tackles. His, his bull rush looked as strong as ever. It looked exactly like I thought it would look after I watched him pre-foot injury last year. Um, him and Von Miller, I'm split. I want to give it to a defensive guy. Uh, they both turn back the clock. And I think they're going to be very scary throughout the course of this year. Um, but I, I I ended up just giving it to Khalil Mack. But there's a lot I thought of about giving it. I thought about giving it to Garrett. Yeah. You know, all right, all right. Garrett was great too. TJ Watt before the injury was balling as well. But um, yeah. yeah, lots of great defensive performances. I'm going with the receiver anyway. I'm going with a quarterback and a receiver, I'm afraid. I'm going with Jamar Chase, dude. He played so unbelievable. And even then, like, he got robbed of a game-winning touchdown. Uh, yeah. And he had, I mean, they had that one ridiculous catch where, you know, it had the KD stuff where if his shoe size was one size smaller, he would have <laughs> <he> scored. <laughs> that was a ridiculous play. And he got open uh, another time when uh, I think it was fourth and goal, like the possession before that, he was open in the end zone and the ball just didn't quite get to him. So I, 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 I can't, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, 
how much you expect from him when the ball is thrown his way is ridiculous because he's so good. I don't know how else to put it. He's he's insane. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah him. Saquon too. Saquon also went off. He's an honorable. I could go on and on about honorable yeah. mentions, but lots of huge performances. And uh, yeah. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Oh yeah, um, there is. I mean, talking about watching football. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash stay hot. That's FuboTV.com slash stay hot. All right. Well, I know we wanted to talk about college football, but this episode is already pushing an hour and a half. Notre Dame sucks. They're unserious yeah, and should be relegated it. to uh, D2. Let me... FCS. <laughs> let me... I, I have decided uh, that Quinn Ewers is the guy I want to be a Panther. And I know we'd have to wait two years. I'm okay with that. <laughs> he is so good, dude. You're ready to tank for, for th- two years based off a 12-play a sample size? Yes. This guy was <laughs> unbelievable, man. He was really good. God, he was really unbelievable, good. dude. I am so... If the Panthers always win a stupid game and never get the high enough pick to get the quarterback, I'm praying that next year is the year they decide no more. We're winning two games this season, getting the number one overall. I'm big on Quinn Ewers. It's a shame he got hurt. I want to skip. My big takeaway is I just want to skip to the part of the year where we get to watch Jordan Addison and and uh, why I just had his name in my head. Jesus Christ. What am I even doing here? on a sports podcast and, where I can't think of it, Caleb Williams, name, oh. Caleb Williams. And jo- I want to see Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison versus Georgia's defense. That's kind of just my whole thing. USC looks like absolutely. They're going to make the playoffs. I think they got a real good shot. I at think it. they might. I think they got a real good shot at it. I, I want to see that. I want to see them versus Georgia's defense. And I want to see Anthony Richardson bounce back because that game made me want to rip my eyeballs out and then wash him again. Just after I hyped him up on the YouTube account too, I said, no. I'm sure, this is, surely, this surely is exactly the guy I'm looking for. Like, oh, this, he pops off the screen. This is exactly the kind of guy I'm looking for if I'm drafting someone in the first round. And then he like has the least accurate game of a quarterback I've ever seen in my whole life. So that was kind of the thing that really bummed me out was Anthony Richardson. But Friend of the show, Will Levis. Big win hey. in the swamp. In the Shout sw- out to him. In the swamp. Shout out. In the swamp. Love to see it. Love to see it. But I don't wanna I don't wanna pain our editor anymore. We love you, Michael. Um We've been awful. We've been we this is gonna be a true test of willpower. But <laughs> as always, tons of tons of content coming on all platforms. So happy the NFL is back. Football is back. And uh, as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy. Oh, by the way, make sure you, uh, if you haven't already, watch my Seahawks franchise. We lost, but that's okay. Spoiler. Um, We're going to keep getting better. We're tanking for uh, CJ Shroud. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But Quinn Ewers, two years. Quinn Ewers, <laughs> Quinn Ewers tanking for uh, 
We're taking for Archie Manning. <laughs> Three years, <laughs> like, four years. Yeah, four years. But as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.